Welcome to WW Recap, featuring the 5-Minute Raw Recap starting now. Our ranking for the episode, 62%, which means skip around for the good segments. This week's must-watch matches, Chan says Viking Raiders versus Rude and Ziggler, Teresa says Kabuki Warriors versus Natalia and Evans, Calder says Firefly Funhouse. It's night two of the draft, and everything you loved about night one is here. Stephanie McMahon awkwardly shoehorning catchphrases into her draft announcements. The Fox and USA war rooms, filled with network executives, played with all the intensity and realism you'd expect from PAs, roadies, local regional theater talent, and a goddamn robot. Yes, Cletus the football-playing fox robot is here, and I don't know if it's CGI, cosplay, or the ayahuasca is finally kicking in. Heading to Raw in order. Seth Rollins, Charlotte Flair, Andrade, Kabuki Warriors, Rusev, Alistair Black, Cedric Alexander, Umberto Carrillo, Eric Rowan, Buddy Murphy, Jenna Mahal, R-Truth, Samoa Joe, Akira Tozawa, Shelton Benjamin, Rey Mysterio, Titus O'Neil, and Liv Morgan. And heading to SmackDown. Brock Lesnar, The New Day, Daniel Bryan, Bailey, Shinsuke Nakamura, Ali, Ziggler and Rude, Carmella, The Miz, King Corbin, Shorty Gable, and Elias. It's Becky and Charlotte's rubber match. In sports, rubber match derives from a 16th century term for the tie-breaking match between two competitors with an even number of wins. In sports entertainment, it's derived from a rubber ball, which keeps coming back. No matter how hard you throw it, it just keeps coming back. After losing against Becky on Raw and Bailey on SmackDown Friday, Charlotte goes 0 for 2 this year in draft matches. But on the bright side, Charlotte followed up the show by going 12 for 12 in draft beers. Kill the pain, queen! Andrade beats Ali in a good match. Poor Ali didn't even get his entrance. Or maybe lower Raw ratings means Vince can't afford to power Ali's electronics anymore. It's just as well. If that mask shorts out, we all go up in flames. The Viking Raiders proudly show off their new seasonal fall costumes, which work to fuel a second straight victory over Rude and Ziggler, winning them the tag team titles. The Raiders vow to celebrate by pillaging, carousing, maybe some apple picking, and sipping a nice pumpkin spice latte. Alistair Black, voted three times most likely to have been a total D&D nerd in high school by WWE Magazine, beats Eric Young, winner of the That Guy Still Works Here award every year since he's worked there. That's followed by a Street Profits promo interrupted by the OC, who take issue with the Profits' role as unofficial hosts of Raw. They also take issue with the mid-2000s teen drama The OC, which they just found out existed. The Profits need a partner to face off with The OC, but they're keeping it a mystery, like M. Night Shyamalan. The early smart money? It's M. Night Shyamalan. What a neck twist. Ricochet beat Shelton Benjamin in a Back to the Future 2 match where Rick gets to see what happens to a very good in-ring worker with no mic skills after 20 years. Next week, the sequel, where he faces R-Truth. Lana is getting a sensual massage and Bobby Lashley tags in. The clumsy innuendos were flying so hot and heavy I thought we were in a 70s porn translated from Swedish to English back into Swedish then run through an 8th grade boy's trapper keeper. Now seems like a good time to check in on the betting trends from Vegas. Now the storyline ends. Sin City Bookers say, Lashley is revealed to have a small penis, two to one odds. Lashley is revealed to have an enormous penis, but he gets it caught in a mechanical device and is forced to sell the injury as his gimmick for the next year. Four to one odds. Lashley is revealed to actually be old man McGillers, who was trying to convince everyone the storyline was haunted so he could buy it cheap. Five to one odds. Lana gives birth to a hand, 20 to 1 odds. Lana gives birth to Mae Young, who gives birth to a hand, surprisingly, 18 to 1. It ending with anyone involved retaining their dignity, 10 billion to 1 odds. Everyone knows that contract signing is just code for 10 minutes of build-up to a half-assed pull-apart. It's the wrestling equivalent of dry-humping. Only in the case of Braun Strowman and Tyson Fury, Fury can't be trusted to throw a punch. See last week where security had to bump for swings that were a foot away from their faces. The bit ends with Strowman snapping a table in half and Fury snapping a pen in half? 
So I guess it's more like dry humping someone who says global warming is a hoax. What? Anticlimactic. No, no, Calder, no. Buddy Murphy and Cedric Alexander go at it, and despite being picked around early in the draft, Cedric loses, causing Cletus, the football-playing robot, to do the Fortnite dance in the Fox War Room. Probably. Natalia's the second wrestler with a mystery partner, and it's Lacey Evans. They're teaming up because Lacey took her to the limit. And after the show, she's taking her to the zone. AutoZone! She has to pick up new windshield wipers. Kabuki Warriors win by DQ, so the faces get the moral victory. Wait, could it really be that Lacey did a face turn here? We'll know for sure if she starts tossing a handkerchief on her foes just because they have something in the corner of their mouth. At the beginning of Raw, Seth Rollins promises to hunt the fiend down, which, since the guy has a children's TV show set somewhere in the building, shouldn't be that hard. I mean, did you see this is Spinal Tap? Fair enough. So it takes him nearly three hours to find, but find it he does, and he then proceeds to literally burn it down. Speaking of which, I just hit up the WWE shop and bought the new Seth Rollins literally burn it down shirt. Do you like it? It's just ashes, man. Yeah, but it breathes so well. And that's the Raw Recap. Head over to our Twitter, at WWRecap, to answer our question of the week. Which two wrestlers should hug and form a tag team? The rest of the podcast starts right after this. Welcome to the second half of the WW Recap. Or, I mean, honestly, it's the the second uh, nine-tenths? 95%? Sure. Something, how, how, this thing's like an hour and a half. It ends up being like an hour and a half long, so... An hour and 25 minutes. Do the math. Somebody do the math for me real quick. 125 divided by 130. What is it? 125 divided by 130 is something my brain chooses not to figure uh, out right 96%. <laughs> Here's the back 96% of the show. Uh, in the future, this is going to be a whole lot smoother. Well, I want to actually have to do the math every time. I'm just going to remember 96. I'm going to write it down. I'm going to tattoo it on my arm so well, they don't yeah. know. It, it may fluctuate from week to week. Uh, well, then we'll have to do, you know what? I'll cut this all out, uh, fix it in post. I'll just say 96% and you won't know all of the work that went into it. All the strenuous Googling I just did. But, I mean, uh, maybe we could get the, uh, the hidden figures women to help us out. Oh yes. The original computers. Because our listeners really count on the numbers being on the money. Mm-hmm. That's what they're, I that's what they're here for. I not think of anything in terms of numbers. Well, you sh- sh- I don't know like. Why I said how that. about <laughs> how are you, how are your finances? What about the show numbers? <laughs> I don't know. I know this is number three for me. Yay! <laughs> uh, so far, we're all still on the same level. <laughs> uh, okay, so let's uh, let's get into this. Uh, all right. So we basically start off right away. They're talking about the WWE draft that happened. Oh, no. Even before that, there was the recap. Okay. Well, yeah, I guess. It's a recap. It's the recap. It's the recap. And then there was a new uh, intro with new music. The music was by, I looked it up. uh, The song is legendary. And the band is Skillet. Yeah. They finally, finally, finally have an intro. And it's freaking great. Uh, Skillet is hot. It's cool. Skillet is technically, I mean... Technic, my skillets aren't hot. My skillets are good at that. Look, the stove isn't even on. You don't have to actually turn around and look. The stove isn't on. Also, it was metaphorical. You say but look, the- 
and he's gonna look. <sighs> Fair enough. I, I <laughs> well, you you pointed. I to. made a hand gesture, which yeah, if you're listening, it's too you don't tempting. look. I am a trusting I'm looking, soul. I'm look. Oh, it's too tempting. It. Uh, I would say they did one of those things where they put the GoPro camera at the end of the guitar neck, so you like see down as they're like, and. I thought that was fun once, and every other time after that, I'm like, that's dumb. Don't do that. I was just happy that there's an intro, because every other that's... time so far this season, it's just starting with some bullshit, and sure. I'd rather, if you got to pad some time, it be like an intro or something. I, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, intros are... amazing editors at WWE. Like, let's see their good handiwork. Yeah, yeah. And I guess, eventually, I'm going to get used to this song, like I... Well, no, okay, I'm thinking back now, and there are some very good uh, raw theme songs, and then there are some that are just like, it's like they They're just they put their hand into a, into a bag full of garbage and just grabbed one, and they're all the same, like, yeah. for like new metal, for, for much longer than new metal was a thing, they were still just like dragging them out, and like, yeah. this is chung-chungy enough, let's go. <laughs> Skillet, skillet. It could change. I'm, I'm not. Know. I'm not getting down on. Sk- okay, I, I, I don't like just, the name. Yeah, I, I was like gonna say. Name. I think you hate the name. Yeah. We'll judge the song separately. I'll give it some time to sink in. <laughs> Move uh, to the music, and yeah, fucking music. Move so, to the music. All right. So we also had a flash of the fiend right at the top, but yep. like it's not. They didn't get into it. Okay. So, but then. The first person that comes out is the man, Becky Lynch. She walks out. She was the number one draft pick. So everyone's all excited to see her. Mm. She's feeling feeling her oats, mm-hmm. feeling real good. Mm, feeling her Scottish oats. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then Sasha Banks comes out. Nope. Wait, no, I'm uh, sorry. Charlotte. Sasha Banks was supposed to come out. Sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry, sorry. That was the match that right. they told As us. We were supposed, that was what we were going to see. Yeah. Even though... Before they announced that Sasha Banks was going to be in this match to determine who would be the, who would get the first uh, draft pick on Raw, they were advertising Charlotte versus Becky Lynch oh. uh, in local uh, promos. So this was this was Inevitable. this was the business. This was because uh, Sasha Banks was switch. hurt or something, right? She couldn't fight. She yeah. Was hurt. yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe she has a back injury. Oh shit! That's no good. Say goodbye to wrestling. Uh, Fucking a, you hurt your back. What are you going to do? Uh, you get some crazy-ass surgery and take <gasps> shit tons of pills. Oh, no. That's, that's the business. Oh. And and prayer. Sh- sure. I always she forget definitely. how much that works. <laughs> yeah, Jesus is helping a lot of these people. Well, you assume Jesus. <laughs> Fair enough. Who's the Look. ignorant one now? <laughs> she could be going to Aleister Black and like, Hook me up, bro. Oh, well, Alistair Black, he's got to have his own back problems from his launching device. Yeah. The, <laughs> That's what it's for. This, I, the geriatric Satanist. I'm very happy that I did not hear the creak uh, this week. Uh, so, yeah. So now Charlotte Flair comes out. She looks like Elsa, mm-hmm. uh, if you're familiar with Frozen at all. I don't uh, think anybody who uh, listens to this has ever heard of the okay. Disney film Frozen. Uh, anybody? Anybody? Frozen? Oh, uh, wait. Yeah. You, you mean El- uh, Elsa, the female lead from Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade? Is that what we're talking about? <laughs> no, I don't think anybody's heard Let It Go. I don't think that's a really? song that has penetrated it, the uh, it's been consciousness everywhere ever. Ever. Now. You know? 
I'm really, pretty. I feel are you like... saying that you have? You both have heard of the song? Of course, or I have. It? Really? Have you not? I've. I have a child. <laughs> I was gonna say, like you have had to have. even before. Even if you hadn't. Honestly, actually, I I, I had heard of uh, "Let It Go" mm-hmm. uh, long before I had actually heard it. I had heard people then like being insane because it was played so much yeah. and I heard it so much yeah. I still hadn't heard it and I finally I think I heard it like you know like a a year or two after the movie came out and then I actually saw the movie I'm like oh this is nice yeah and because I've kept it real limited I still enjoy yeah. the song yeah you gotta uh, really pull that shit back yeah. yeah 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 but I'll never forget and we should never forget when John Travolta introduced Adele Dazeem. <laughs> yes, the wickedly talented Ooh. Adele Dazeem. Her name is Adina Menzel. <laughs> yeah. For now. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so Charlotte Flair comes out. The pageantry was great. She's got a great walkout song. Um, she lost her belt on Friday, so mm. here she was without a belt. Mm. Um, and she's trying to tell um, Becky Lynch, hey, I just want to be your friend. I miss you. I want to be your friend. And then, of course, then... starts beating ass. Make it so damn hard to be your friend. I have. I, I'm often tired of Charlotte, but God damn it, that was a great line. She just turns around and knocks her on her ass. That says, "You make it so hard to be a friend." So that, good. That's some yeah, top notch shield. Yeah. Work. And then uh, one of the commenters is like the dirtiest, the daughter of one of the dirtiest players in the game. Yep. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that's one of like Ric Flair's like sort of monikers, the dirtiest player in the game. So. Oh. Yeah. See, the, I'm learning, guys. I'm yeah. still learning. Yeah. It's all legit. Uh, yeah, don't don't uh, don't hate the game. Hate the the dirtiest player. Wait, which way which way are you supposed to go on that? I don't, mm, don't worry about it, man. <laughs> uh, she's doing vice grips on also, Becky's they, head with her legs. It was weird because then they had a pull apart with the refs. Yeah. Even instead of just starting the friggin' match, uh, and right. then like a real early commercial break because I'm not used to that commercial break for like another ten minutes. So I I think. Uh, These breaks were timed so poorly. Yeah, we lost a lot of like cool stuff. I felt USA may have uh, told them like, "Hey, you got to move some stuff around." So that sucks. That's well, yeah. So then we had an early. So they so the fight started, but it wasn't official. And then it officially starts, and it's just you know Becky's getting her shit beat down. Mm. Uh, Charlotte pins her. They get out. They're, you know, going back and forth, of course, because they're pretty good, both of them. It's yeah. I don't want to see the match because I've seen it so many times. But also, they're real good. They are good. Though. And when Becky, when Becky talks about her next match, whatever it is, like I want, like I, f- I feel like I'm, I'm old and jaded, and like I've heard it all before. Yeah. But I mean, there's, there's a fire in her. They're like. Yeah, okay. I'll watch this again, I guess. Um, she is your crush, so... Uh, she is not. She's <laughs> ju- but she's just someone that, like... You get a twinkle in your eye. Uh, that's <laughs> fair. <time>. That's fair. <laughs> I'm just saying, she's, like, fourth or fifth down. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, so friggin' Flair ends up getting pinned down eventually. Two in a row, like... She loses the belt on Friday, and she loses this match on yeah. Monday. 
pretty um, heavy. I kind of expected this match to end the same way as uh, uh, it did over on SmackDown, which is like a weird, fucked up DQ where like nobody kind of loses, but sort of, you know. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. Uh, may- maybe this means that Charlotte will be having an attitude change, a new mm-hmm. attitude in the coming weeks, which is, I'm all for that. It would be nice. I don't like how uh, if every time, um, every time Becky would get out of a hold, Charlotte would just sit there for like two minutes, like pondering life, like, oh my God, <laughs> oh my God, she just lifted up her shoulders, oh my God. And uh, then that eventually you... fucked her up. Then eventually mm-hmm. she did exactly that, and Becky pinned her down, and boom, it was done. Mm-hmm. That's stupid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I hope that Charlotte Flair's new attitude is is something like uh, sheer fatalism or something like that. Like just uh, like utter utter resignation to 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 the fact that all of our fates were determined at birth. Uh, and the like, the the belt will will always go to who it was meant to in the first place. That's a very zen approach. Zen approach through uh, nihilism. <laughs> uh, just no, it's just a, a, a firm belief in predeterminism. Yeah, like you uh, cannot alter. Uh, Charlotte Flair with a Calvinist turn. <laughs> We're all now. We're getting into uh, Charlotte Flair's phase when she starts discovering French philosophers. Mm, we uh, need, we, yeah, we need some more wrestlers to take up smoking again. <laughs> That's how you know they're cool. Uh, and uh, and uh, berets, of course. I, like uh, there, we have some berets, but not not nearly enough. No yeah. one wears sunglasses anymore. Mm-mm. Is no one afraid of showing the world how high uh, they are? I feel. I feel like the Miz does. Oh, he's well, because he's a D-bag. But he's on, he's on SmackDown. The ho- Hollywood so A-lister The Miz is on drugs. You uh, know what was so cool is this week, we didn't have any Miz shows. Mm-hmm. I feel like they're honestly listening to everything we say. Because there's so many things we've suggested that they have done. And I don't, I'm probably, we're probably just tapping into the collective here when we say these things. But I'm getting real excited because the next, when we get to it, the next <laughs> bit, I'm so excited about... Things that they did. Anyways, we'll so talk about so later. Get, next week, get ready for Charlotte Flair's deep dive into uh, like <laughs> uh, into uh, philosophy. Yeah. Yep, into French ex- existentialism. existentialism. Ex- existential, intentional eggs. <laughs> uh, flag on the field. Intentional <laughs> eggs. Uh, two things about the draft is that we got this first round of the draft. It's it's just so weird uh, how uh, they're. Uh, Talk about the, uh, um, they're just like stroking the executives' egos. Yeah, like I know it's 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 sort of fake, but like there's so many times they're like specifically saying, "Wow, those Fox Network executives are real smart," and like mm-hmm. those USA executives, boy, they really know their stuff. Yeah, <laughs> so some random grouping of executives. It just got weird. There sure should have been, I, and I don't know who you uh, pick to to be this. But like in in legit drafts in football or or basketball, invariably there is a like a horrifically bad pick that everybody piles onto. So why why not have one that they deem to have gone awry? And maybe you even it up on each side. There's one that's real bad just to 
sort of like properly calibrate all the other picks. I, I mean, know. there certainly were plenty of picks that uh, you could have uh, said were horrible uh, choices. So well, it's a shame they didn't actually. At the end, they were talking about how they there's already rumors of um, trades. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and that's uh, Which that's is very funny. That's part of it too. Is like uh, because you know what what you're talking about basically is this is like a a dramatic device. So sure. like how many how many stories can we get out of this? How many you know like yeah. how many ways can we like twist and turn? I did hear that or they were selling that there was going to be like a huge get or huge thing happen in the draft, a huge surprise in the draft yeah. for Monday and. Uh, just going down the list here, and no there surprises. were no no. So I got worked. Yeah, and that's that's on me. That's for believing that it would be an interesting, dramatic choice that they would make. They but are the masters of spin. They are like uh, like suggesting some interesting things, like um, like draft positioning as motivation, or or you know, like the like the uh, the inception of storylines, like that is yeah starting to happen yeah that's yeah oh yeah that is starting to happen for sure so for this match uh i wasn't totally excited so i feel like i want to be in the middle because it wasn't terrible Uh, they're good this was uh, flair and becky oh okay yeah 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 um it's middle uh yeah 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 um i would yeah i guess i gotta go Thumbs in the middle too. Uh, I, I yeah, I didn't want to see it, but I saw it and I and enjoyed it. it. Yeah, uh, it it didn't make me. Uh, and it does make me curious about what's going to happen to Charlotte, because you know, now that she lost her belt, now that she lost again, and that she's on Raw with Becky. Yeah, she uh, drafted with Becky. I was expecting her to go to SmackDown so that you can take your two biggest stars and. You know, let let each one anchor a show. I thought mm. at first when she started talking about being friends that she was they were going to propose like a tag team, which would be fucking crazy since they've been <laughs> mad at each other forever. But like, stranger things have happened. I, ho- I hope they would just propose. Yeah, and just make it uh, official. Yeah, uh, yeah we're yeah. we're keeping the queer stuff to uh, total divas. Thank <laughs> you very much. <laughs> Uh, you, you, sir? Um, yeah, I, uh, like only because it's it's been like a frequent uh, matchup. Like, uh, like will will I go uh, thumbs in the middle? Because otherwise, it was very good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so then there's a Seth Rollins interview, and you know he's talking about the fiend. He's talking about how disappointed he was. He got sucked in the middle of the freaking mat uh, the other day. So. Yeah. He definitely almost went to hell, and he's just reflecting on life. <laughs> uh, and then he says he's going to go fiend hunting, and I get real excited because I'm expecting to see some fucking fiend hunting. You'd expect it because it was said yeah. out loud. <laughs> yeah, and how it's going to be a fucking thing. And I'm like, bring it on. They finally are going to give us what we want. I'm not going to spoil it at the top, <laughs> but we'll tell you at the bottom just where that went <laughs> i the, like this is one of those things and i like this is like i always have to like pause for a moment and 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 contemplate like the heavy stuff that they are definitely glossing over like it bears repeating seth rollins went halfway to hell yeah 
uh, and and like that 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 has to make you question a lot of stuff, including like that like your your priorities, the use of your time, like on on this earth, like on mm-hmm. like on on this day, like the they I feel like too too quickly like we, you move on because you have this agenda, but like. Um, I, I don't know. That's it's that's so per- selectively selectively apathetic, you know. Like he, it's like, like you care about the dumbest shit to the point where you're gonna beat someone's face out, but then hell, almost making it to hell and dying. Eh, well, it sucks. So I'm gonna go fiend hunting. <laughs> it's the fiend season. Yeah, it's fiend season. You guys, it's full moon. It's fiend season. Oh, God damn it! I was just trying to think. I was just trying to think of what the. Uh... What what the wrestling equivalent of wabbits are, <laughs> and uh, nothing was coming to me. So I, uh, you think you be, think Elmer Fudd could bring down the fiend? Quiet. Um, I mean, if he couldn't, if he couldn't take down Ramblin' Rabbit, I don't think that he could take down the fiend. Really, really quiet. Um, fiend doesn't sound as good. Uh, then we go to Jim Cramer as a commenter, which is this, uh, this is the first of many tie-ins uh, of the evening. And, you know, as much as Jim Cramer, whatever, fuck that guy, but <laughs> he really should be a commenter on WWE. He is exactly what you want. He is exactly the energy you want. And that's what's lacking. Compared to curly-haired dude that they get for pay-per-views... I still don't know his name. I refuse to learn his name. Uh, don't don't tell me his name. I'll I, just I, I'm it. I'm coming up empty, and I I'm more sympathetic That's to him name. than I think you are. That's his name. Coming up empty. Coming up empty. <laughs> coming up empty. Next on Fox. Okay, so Jim Cramer should be a commenter. I think that he would be great at that. That was kind of cool. Because I suddenly realized he's in the wrong business, even though he's making quite a lot of money doing what he's doing. He's the first person that they did a tie-in with, like, this episode and the previous episode, as far as draft episodes, that actually felt super game. Like, I don't know if he knows thing one about pro wrestling, but he just heard, like, amp it up, and he was there. Yeah, he was mega on board. He did a really good job. Uh, in gen- in okay. general, it has not been good. They it, um, over on Fox, it was mostly sports people, like all of their NFL people, and they would just have them, you know, say things that was, sounded sportsy, but they tried to sort of like shoehorn it into the wrestling thing. Yeah, and it just sounded weird. And then they like they actually asked uh, some people who had watched wrestling at some point in their lives, uh, you know, sort of like who's your number one draft pick. And they all went for like seventies wrestlers, They're like Bruno San Martino and yeah. like, like all these old, I'm like, Jesus Christ, man. Like that, that's give him a short list. C- certainly there have to be <laughs> some sports commentators uh, my number who one are pick familiar is macho man, Randy Savage. He died. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, honestly, I think uh, Ric Flair may have been the only name that wasn't yeah. dead. Yeah. Every, and everyone Hogan. else. No, no, of the people that they... Okay, no, I think they did mention Hogan. I'm sure. So Hogan and Flair, but like every other wrestler, long dead. They're like Andre the Giant. No, Ultimate yeah. Warrior. No. <laughs> no, I uh, think... Bruce the Barbecue. Be- be- de- no. Definitely. He's still alive. Is he, though? I yeah, he, he is. Recently. No. Oh, thank God. Who's alive? 
Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Oh, good for him. Yeah. Oh, my God, you guys. Oh, our bar is so low. <laughs> Are you <laughs> alive? so low. Good enough. <laughs> good for him. <laughs> Keep hey, doing hey, it. In this economy? Uh, another thing that annoys me on this episode is all the cut, cut twos to this fake-ass war, Fox War Room, which is uh, supposedly a bunch of people sweating and fretting over their computers in uh, over at Fox. They also do the same at the USA Network, but um, Fox, uh, like, who are we going to get? Who's being drafted? And, the, you know, it's just a very frustrating, annoying bit just because it's not funny and it's really super fake. And, uh, you know, again, uh, that could have been spent that time. I know they're trying to build this whole thing up and try to make it into a a new storyline, the draft to be a new storyline and like a bigger like thing than it is. But man, I don't know. Why not like more intros, longer intros? We, we lost so much of the intros because of commercial breaks and stuff, but if they timed it better, we would have more intros. Really yeah, intros. yeah. Uh, but but we had to have uh, like some extremely uh, lengthy uh, post match uh, celebration. So you know you 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 do what you got to do. That's true. We did get more post match celebration. I, I don't mind. Should we go over some of the draft announcements? Yeah, yeah. Do you, do we want to just like go through all of them or just one at a time? Uh, well, I could just read a list. Sure. Yeah. So Seth Rollins is on Raw. Yeah. Brock Lesnar is SmackDown. Yeah. Charlotte Flair is Raw. Yeah. The New Day is on SmackDown. Yeah, you haven't seen them yet. You will love them. Uh, they are the most lovable, uh, like l- l- like children, hmm. uh, mar- smart marks. Uh, everybody, everybody, <laughs> there's 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 nobody they can't charm. They're real four quadrant wrestlers. Yep. There you go. Uh, then we have um, the last one is Andrade and Zelina for Raw. Mm-hmm. So, you know. And that's a thing that we were curious about because the standard wisdom was that they would be pulling all of their um, biggest uh, Latinx names, putting them on SmackDown for you know maximum possible draw uh greatest diversity of audience mm-hmm. and for some reason they put them all on raw maybe monday nights are the new thing i don't know but uh uh you know since uh, there's been a lot of talk about uh trades and such it is uh like uh, possible that uh, if we're seeing like a lot of uh, redundancy and odd choices like uh like on one end of the of the, the divide that may mean that um that's where you're going to see the the uh the people like in a trade that very well could be yeah uh, they but, could have made some of those choices just so that they could make a trade later like you're if you're seeing like uh, like uh people like like uh like andrade uh like uh, like all wind up on 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 uh raw and and you have uh charlotte and becky like like on one side yeah like uh, maybe i don't know here's the thing though uh Rey Mysterio, Humberto Carrillo, and Andrade all made it to Raw. Yeah. So if they do some weird trade thing where they take a chunk of Latinx wrestlers and move them en masse, that would be real weird. Yeah. I'd, 
I, and I don't think that would be a good look. Well, I, both uh, both of the those channels are are going to want some of uh, like uh, some Latino people, so maybe they only get some over. All right, we'll we'll see how it shakes out. It okay. seemed weird, but like, yeah. Are um, we grading that these chunks? Um. Yeah, okay, let's. Uh, I mean, I'm gonna thumbs down it. I'm, I, <laughs> you know what? I'm Let's just take down. the whole draft and give it its own segment. Okay. okay all right. Okay. All right. So, do you want me to go skip ahead to the rest of the draft? Uh, yeah. Let's just yeah, let's just cover okay, it. Okay. Let's skip ahead to the next part of the draft. So, the next part of the draft, as we learn, Kabuki Warriors are in Raw. Daniel Bryan is in SmackDown. Rusev is Raw. Uh, Bailey is SmackDown, and Alistair Black is on Raw, which I love because I want to see him all the time, forever. So yep, yep. Um, let's see. Uh, the the only uh, yeah, ba- Bailey belongs on SmackDown. Um, uh, Daniel Bryan, uh, I'll miss, but he's always been a SmackDown guy. It's fine. Um, yeah, Kabuki Warriors and Alistair Black, love yeah. that. And of course, Rusev has to stay in Raw because. What the hell is Lana going to do with her stupid-ass storyline without <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Why would she bother fucking Bobby Lashley if Rusev isn't even there to pay attention? Yeah. I don't know. Well, I thought, frankly, like, like why, why does Bobby Lashley, like, do it if, if, uh, if there's nobody watching? Because clearly he's not doing it for himself. Good point. Yes. Uh, yeah. You, you can see how much he was not into... The massage bit that's coming up later. Oh, Lord. It was so fucking bad. Mm. Uh, Okay, so then we have Cedric Alexander on Raw, Mm. uh, Shinsuke Nakamura, SmackDown, Umberto Carrillo, Raw, Ali, SmackDown, Eric Rowan is now on Raw. Yep, all the all the big boys coming to Raw. That yes. like that that fits into the long-standing tradition of making sure that Rowan is exclusively in situations with uh, words that sound like his name. <laughs> yes, uh, Roman, Rowan, Raw, Rowan. Now ramen. here's what's so crazy, <laughs> Rowan. If he if Eric Rowan opens a ramen shop. Uh, all right, here's how we'll know right, that the right, WWE right. is actually listening to us if they have <laughs> Eric Rowan start doing one of those uh, interview TV segments called Rowan's Ramen. Oh, no. A no. little ramen cart. Little ra- yeah, little, little bowls of ramen, and people come in, and they eat, and then they talk, just like... Table for three. Like no one's. Yeah, like you're not going to get through that segment without like hot ramen, like hitting somebody yes. in the face. You'd be flinging tables, ramen going everywhere. Well, he could help. You could even do the whole Ranma one half storyline. Oh yeah. Dad promises him to <laughs> the girl with a ramen cart. I think it was <laughs> shampoo. Oh man. So okay. So then uh, the next bit. Do, 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 do. Oh, okay. This is what I find is very interesting. So Buddy Murphy is now on Raw. Mm-hmm. Rude and Ziegler are getting moved to SmackDown. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Kept together. Uh, yeah, I was really expecting it because I was really expecting him to stay. Uh, also, they you know uh, pimped that idea of like, oh, you could break up a tag team, mm-hmm. uh, and if any of the tag teams were to be broken up. Take the one with the two guys that are good singles wrestlers. Yeah, absolutely. Mm, nope. 
I'm sad that I won't hear Rude's intro music anymore. You can, you can make it your ringtone. <sighs> Except for I have Harry Potter's theme song as Ooh, my ringtone. And I have Final a... Fantasy VII start menu as my freaking... text up. Yes, so okay, don't I tell got... me to I'm change sorry. it. It's All not right. going to happen. Fair enough. Look, <laughs> like, <laughs> that be? like uh, Teresa my clearly... place is there. She doesn't, wa- she doesn't want you to solve the problem. She just wants you to listen. <laughs> oh, so true. So true. 2019, here we are. Uh, so Jinder Mahal is now on Raw as well. Uh, Carmella is SmackDown now. Yep. And R-Truth is Raw. That's kind of a big split up. This uh, is uh, sort of. Very sad because like, and th- like th- I very quickly fell in love with their interactions like uh, as each one of them respectively pursued the 24-7 championship because... It's it feels like like a the rare buddy matchup that is like truly like full of mutual respect and fondness and you know for it to be a man and a woman that are just kind of doing uh, like any which way but loose hijinks like yeah. that was both super cool and unique to me and I only hope that it means particularly that uh, Carmella gets a nice push because. Our truth sure. seems to be fine doing whatever, but but uh, Carmella po- has been getting her action by being part of that twenty four seven scene. It's possible that because it's the twenty four seven thing, he just shows up on SmackDown anyway, and you know the hijinks continue, uh, and you know like maybe she'll show up on Raw or something, or maybe he'll they'll just you know because the the belts can go onto either show, right? So. Yeah, yeah, that is true. And also, the WWE does not care about any of the rules that they make, so yeah, I'm not too worried true. that they're just going to violate just whatever. steal one out of someone's locker. Well, I, I, I do <laughs> think there's a slightly better chance than normal of them sticking to this split because it was carefully negotiated between WWE, Fox, and USA. So, like, those, like, the, like you're talking about, like, media outlets that have a contract that expect it to be upheld, as opposed to, like, the previous situation. And also, you know, uh, we saw how invested the Fox network executives and the USA network executives hmm. were in their respective and war rooms. no one more so yeah, than okay. Cletus the Robot. Cletus the motherfucking robot. Yeah, he was in there. Uh, we all wanted to shoot ourselves. Oh, boy, oh, boy, uh, oh, boy. So then we have uh, Samoa Joe. Yes. on Raw now. Uh, the Miz gets moved to SmackDown. Thank mm. fucking God. I think he was over there anyway. Well, like, whatever. Hopefully uh, we see less of his stupid TV show. Yeah. Sorry. I, if, nope. For those of you that no are fans, um, I am very clearly not. Uh, Akira Tozawa is now Raw, King Corbin is SmackDown, and Shelton Benjamin is Raw. He's good. Yeah, he He's is, really definitely. Um, any chats on these? Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. I love Joe. Yeah. That's I all I got. Too. Uh, <laughs> and he was doing surprisingly well uh, because he's injured, so they just put him into a uh, button down and had him uh, as a commentator. And the man can talk. Mm-hmm. He yeah, was he's good. Uh, and they gave him, like, you know, basic bullet points. And even though, you know, like, the text, you know, s- sounded very generic, like, he sold it as his own. And I'm on board. Like, whatever. It, like, it was like when uh, I used to love Taz uh, in ring 
uh, also a great talker. And I was a little bit sad when they moved him to commentary, but then also it was great on commentary. So like whenever Samoa Joe decides to, you know, pack in his in-ring career, I want to see him on commentary yes. for the next 20 years after that. He's good. And he come, he's comes from a very like real place. It seems like the other guys are a little out of touch or something, but he's yeah. still within the storyline. So he makes it very interesting to listen. Yeah. I was on board to a, to a point because he is a very good talker, but I was like like troubled by how his commentary persona diverges from how he is when he's in action Hmm. uh like it was it was just plain weird to me to see him dressed up like he was in sunday school Hmm. uh did have a tie and he just had the most it was it just was odd to me that his uh, his temperament was so easygoing and polite and and civil and and upbeat and i was like where's the terrifying joe there should be some evidence of that i don't know i mean here's the thing like you hyped up they turn into different people yeah like if you're in the ring like you have a different psychology you got got different chemicals flowing through you got beefs to settle when you're sitting down you're having uh you know uh, beer beer, hot dog popcorn and uh well not popcorn because you get in your teeth and you're on camera it's not gonna work and you can't be drinking uh on the job unless you put put it in a pepsi can and then no (sighs) one's the wiser (laughs) yes nobody's the wiser (laughs) why is he peeing himself over there what's wrong with joe um i'm excited that akira tozawa is now on raw because i haven't seen him perform i haven't seen him yet so i'm looking forward to that yeah um i also like his mouth guards they look really cool so solid mouth guard is uh, a really wonderful accessory you don't see very often yeah. cesaro uses it these days everyone else um, has dentures and it's like I'd, I'd rather see a mouth guard <laughs> uh so then we have the final draft the final draft is ray mysterio on raw oh mm. sorry yeah ray mysterio on raw yep. uh Shorty Gable on SmackDown. Yeah. <laughs> that is a terrible angle. Titus O'Neil on Raw. Elias on SmackDown. Liv Morgan on Raw. And they were immediately starting to talk about possible trades. And yeah. they said anyone who isn't drafted is now a free agent. Yeah, Even though uh, Chad Gable was uh, <laughs> in the mix uh, on Friday... So technically, he was a free agent. So I don't know why he was in this draft and got drafted. So like, uh, I'm pretty sure that rule is just. But they hadn't drafted drafted. Unless did they list all these drafts on Friday? Yeah, yeah. Oh, they did. Well, no, like uh, like the stuff that they just announced uh, on on this episode, they had. Yeah. Well, they had they had a pool. Of wrestlers to draft from on SmackDown. Chad Gable was in that pool. And he wasn't drafted. But wait, but was the idea that you become a free agent at the conclusion of that night or the in, the entirety? Like, the, like I, I, it, it, there were so many rules on the screen at once. Yeah, uh, I'm not know. sure if I absorbed them all. But I, it, it occurred to me that pos, the, like a way you might do it. However, I don't know how they did it. Uh, but like if you like uh if you didn't get drafted in in the first night maybe you would just get added to the second night's pool yeah who knows i am irritated that liv morgan is the only member of the rad squad who was on here um i 
I probably I imagine that Ruby Riot is is injured. She's still injured, I, I believe. Uh, um, Sarah, Sarah Morgan, I think, is Sarah Logan. Logan yeah. uh, it should be available. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's uh, what's going on with that. Like, uh, there may be no notion of ever reassembling the Riot Squad. Um, but no, I just want to see but, yeah. those wrestlers. Um, yeah, I don't know. I guess she's a free agent, and we'll see see what becomes of her. Uh, like, I, what's really interesting is trying to understand um, what what is the like logic behind where like where people go and when. Um, like uh, to to have like uh, like Sarah, Sarah Logan be uh, become a free agent. Like, what then does that do to like imply what her future is? I don't know. It's remains to be seen. Yeah. Uh, so all this, as interesting as it may or may not be, I give a thumbs down just because. Just give me a list. Uh-huh. Just give me a list and uh, do it all at once and cut out all those newsrooms. And I, cut out all the cross promotions. <laughs> yeah, that's my thing. Is uh, I hated all of the war room stuff. Hated all of the. Th- they had a segment from uh, uh, NBC's Soccer Network. Yeah. Uh, and it's like they don't know what the fuck is going on. They don't y- give a shit. Yeah, yeah. There's just a bunch of people who are just. Reading lines, they, they, Al they don't care. Guys. Al Roker, guys. Al Roker. Like, this is supposed to grant some kind of realness or something, but, like, it's not, it's not like they offer, like, uh, they offer up, like, takes on football from all the other sports like, like, like a yeah. guy who is known sure. for baseball doesn't get called like in. From the Today Show. No one is asking <laughs> the Today Show what the fuck their thoughts are. On the Super Bowl. I, I understand why they did it. And so I, I don't want to ding them for attempting that. Sure. Uh, I think there's better ways to do it. I, if they end up doing this next year similarly, hopefully they'll be like, okay, Please. this didn't work here, but like... Uh, Other things uh, can be better. Jim Cramer was fun. Mm-hmm. Either let's do more of him or let's find one personality who is well-known somewhere else who actually... Uh, watches wrestling, knows what's going on, is is interested in it, yeah. and then make him be the the outside voice that you know they keep going to um, kill the like war room segments. Jim Cramer give his stock predictions, quote unquote, on which fucking wrestlers should or would go to which teams or networks or whatever, because that shit would be fun. Yeah. Just a whole segment on that would yep. be fun. Like, uh, Roman Reigns, bye, bye, bye. Yeah. Uh, Bray Wyatt, sell, sell, sell. This one's in the middle, it's a don't buy. That being said, I like this draft thing. When they announce names, I am on the edge of my seat. I'm like, who goes where? Even when, like, I watch both shows, it doesn't matter where they go. Right. I'm going to see them exactly the same amount of time, probably. So, uh, but even still, yeah, they're they're the structure is such that you know it pulls me in, kind of like you know, like a a, a well done match. Even if I'm not interested in the participants, like if you put together a good match, yeah. it's still you're still going to get drawn in. So, like overall, all of the draft segments. I give it a thumbs in the middle because there's real bad stuff and real good stuff. Yeah. I have thumbs down. 
Yeah, I, I'm I'm thumbs in the middle too, just because like having had the experience of watching like what felt like an extremely haphazard, like unexplained like distribution of talent, like to at least have been granted the the courtesy of hearing the names and being able to say like I wrote down the names, I know who is where, I don't have to watch for weeks or whatever to to figure it out. Yeah. So like it, and their execution has not been great. Like yeah. there's a chance they'll learn for the future, but even if they don't, this is definitely an improvement. So I say in the middle, yeah. And some stuff too like they they try and put uh weight behind like uh the tag team rule, which is a a network can draft a tag team or they can draft just like certain members of a tag team and break them up. Why would you do that? Yeah. If it costs exactly the same, and in this you know case, it's not like they're paying people you know, like contracts like they do in baseball or whatever with like a salary cap. Like, why would you take one person instead of two or three in this you know particular thing? Since that doesn't make sense, just Drama. get rid of the stupid rule. No, it's it it really it, it really is stupid because yeah, like you could obviously like take the whole tag team, and if there's only one of two or one of three that you want, then you like trade the ones you don't want and you pick yeah. up other people or money or picks like that would be cool yeah like this is one of those things where like they basically have all year to uh figure it out and hone the idea and whatnot and like they only do it once a year so fucking figure it out you've done it mo- you've been doing it for years figure out and then yeah. i have a conspiracy theory that this is all just their way of trying to break into those, uh, you know, draft um, gambling things. Oh, people gamble okay. on who's going to get drafted in yeah. football. Yeah. And so someone is just like really in in touch with high-end gamblers and is just like, <laughs> let me tell you, I'm going to hype this shit up and by next year, we're going to be raking it in. Oh, if, man. If, if this show uh, becomes huge... And uh, people are donating all kinds of money. We're selling all kinds of merch and what like that. I will start a fantasy uh, uh, wrestling league where you can like do this, basically draft players, and you know we'll figure out some sort of scoring system for them. I've always wanted to do it. Uh, it's uh, a ridiculous amount of work. Uh, so I'm I would gonna draft Nintendo characters for Smash Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> I would do that. So, uh, get your money out. I, I'm, I'm going to be doing Clay Fighter. <laughs> Clay Fighter 64, baby. <laughs> All right, so now we're getting into matches again. Yeah. Uh, so, the first match after the first announcement of draft picks is Andrade uh, and friggin' Zelina. And so this is, like, interesting because uh, probably maybe maybe some of the audience hasn't seen this team before, and they are technically a team. Zelina it follows the tradition of a lot of, like, I think they're, like, to me, this, this is like, um, what is it, Sherry? Scary yeah, Sherry? Since, uh, yeah, Scary Sherry, yeah. She reminds me of Scary Sherry mm-hmm. in that she used to come out with Macho, and mm-hmm. she wasn't involved, but she talked a lot of shit. She was, like, would distract, be distracting, that kind of yeah. stuff. And so Zelina is hyping Andrade all the way down the, you know, aisle and smack-talking, that, all this shit. That role's known as a valet. 
It's a little bit different from a manager. Managers usually talk more. Usually they'll cut promos instead of the wrestler. She kind of does for yeah. him, so it's it's it's, it's real close. Um, the the line is pretty thin, and she might fall on either side. But uh, usually valets are women, yeah. Uh, so yeah. Uh, and then there's a commercial break, mm. so we miss the bulk of this fucking match with Ali. I don't even. We don't even know who's it's up against. And we Until miss after. Ali's entrance. We miss his entrance. Uh, and he's got a pretty spectacular entrance. Which is so fucking... This is the thing. These stupid drafts and promos and bullshit war rooms. We miss the best parts of wrestling, which are the <laughs> fucking intros. But I, I will say that I, I I regularly like am like concerned for like on behalf of Ali for all the effort that he has to go through with his electronics and and his tech and 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 I'm like well if there's a chance that he maybe was able to do less like light stuff and oh, more you're like saying he didn't turn on the lights for this he yeah was maybe like, oh I'll skip it I'm not gonna be televised <laughs> I mean like maybe he would be like you know like I haven't I've been I've lost a lot of matches maybe recently mm. um, can't afford these uh, that many double A batteries. Well, no, I'm just saying, like, maybe he's like, I want to think, I want to get in the right headspace for this match more, and if that means that I'm, like, worrying a little bit less about the presentation, like, this is a golden opportunity for that, because it's not going to be televised anyway. There are thousands of people in that arena that spent a lot of money to be there. So, let's not forget... No lights, no t-shirts buying at the table. (laughs) Yeah. The guy's like, fuck it, if I'm not going to be televised, I better goddamn sell some merchandise today. (laughs) Uh, so we missed the best parts of that, and that was really sad. Uh, Andrade was like, uh, you know, beating ass, and Ali started beating ass, and then um, Zelina freaking tricked Ali, and then freaking Andrade wins. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was anticlimactic. It really was. Uh, it was short because we didn't see most of it. Yeah, Andrade and Ali are both fantastic wrestlers, and uh, I didn't care about this match. I gave a thumbs in the middle just because, you know, it was a fine match. So, Well, we found out that there are multiple kings because yep. there are multiple countries. Yep, yep. And that's, like, news you can use. Uh, and I'm very disappointed that uh, Jerry Lawler was not the one to impart this information to us. Like, mm-hmm. he should... He's He is a king. He should know about kings, and he should... He should teach us. At yeah. the same time as he's entertaining us, we should be able to walk away from an episode of Raw having learned something yeah. about the regal structures in uh, the world. I mean, I like to think this is why Vince like uh, put him on the team, is, is to be the paternal figure, the educator, mm-hmm. the repository of wisdom, the... Uh, well, like he, he, like, he, he would be... Um, like, what, are the, what are the names that they get on... Meister... He would be like the ah from, uh, from Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Yeah, sure, yeah. Sure. He should, uh, yeah, be able to pass on knowledge about monarchical institutions and all sh- around the world. And you know, he's as decrepit as 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 any of the Meisters. So, like, that works. I mm-hmm. would love if there is a character similar to Merlin, where all of your lessons you're learning means you have to turn into a different animal to mm-hmm. learn. Yeah, I'd I'd do it. Sure, you do. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Super out of nowhere, but... Uh, no. <laughs> pull, pull on my arm. I'll become a bird. Yeah. Unfortunately, <laughs> due to fish. budget cuts, it'll just be that fucking Cletus the robot oh. every time. Oh. Uh, okay, so then um, the next match we have... There's another draft thing, so then... The next match we have 
is uh, the Viking Raiders. Oh, also, uh, the WWE should be thankful that we went and uh, um, did all of the draft segments all in one section because I forgot that there was that SNL weekend update uh, yeah. segment. Oh. That, no, uh, I have all the segments written down. Oh, you, you we're but still going to go over there? It's after Viking Raiders. Was it? Okay. Viking Raiders, en- oh. they enter, and then the um, glorious Robert Roode and Dolph Ziegler enter. But right. in between that time, we have a stupid-ass break with SNL. Oof. SNL weekend update. It was so stupid. It was such bullshit. Mm. It was not funny. I mean, if I had you, remembered, I would have dragged the draft segments down to zero because mm, of this. Yeah, well, exactly. I mean, so the they're the friggin' tie-ins and cross promotion or whatever the fuck this is is uh, such a side piece they, of it, garbage. They, they, <laughs> they were involved in uh, WrestleMania uh, against Braun Strowman, right. and it was terrible. Like, what are yeah, you doing? You're gonna revive? Got thrown out of the ring, which they showed us again yeah. in that little segment. Anyway, yeah. uh, so. The Viking Raiders came out. No, here's what I'm talking about. These motherfuckers won uh, last week, and so we got to see them all pumped up and glorious last week. And this is why I think they're listening to us, because (laughs) now they have runes on their clothes. Uh, Now they have a better gimmick. They got, like, the graphics are better behind them. They're wearing helmets now. Um, That's good for safety. You know, but maybe they could... Do they they rocked out to the metal instead of just staying there like screaming bears? I really think they're listening to me personally. Like <laughs> I somehow I'm cutting through the noise, or it's just a collective voice I'm tapping into. Yeah, I'm I'm looking at uh, um, our listener numbers, and they're definitely listening to us. One hundred percent certain that uh, it's just we're it's just Eric and I are <laughs> we're rocking the world with this. Well, like. They could do more. They still have room to grow with that because I still want to see some, sm- like, you know, mist or smoke, you know, fog or whatever. I want to see flames and I want to see hawks. Yeah. I, I things that can happen. I want to see flagons of mead. Mm-hmm. I want to see turkey legs. Mm-hmm. I want to see a uh, a Viking longship entrance vehicle. I would love to see a wrestler called Christmas Present. And he's just a dude eating and drinking and big, God, massive No, man. no, I, I definitely thought present, like, box with a bow on it. I was like, where's this going? This I'm is sorry. weird, but I'm, I'm going to... The what? ghost of Christmas present. Yeah, yeah, no, that makes a lot more sense now. Um, oh, God. Oh, no, yeah. I, I, I like I both. I still thought it was implied. This is when I get to a point in the night where, like, I think I'm communicating more than I am. I think we're all in my head. No one is here. It's a good thing. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, then we have uh, the glorious Robert Roode and Dolph Ziggler. Robert Roode, the best fucking intro. So Love good. that song. Gonna be sad to see it go. Um, but, so, Did here you... we go. Oh, go ahead. Oh, yeah. Uh, that was originally going to be Shinsuke Nakamura's theme song. Really? And uh, he was like, no, nah, this is not me. <gasps> uh, and he's right. Yeah. Uh, absolutely right. And I love his uh, current music. I, I prefer his original entrance music, but... Uh, but yeah, like this was great for uh, Bobby Roode. It, it's worked for him. Uh, it's he's a guy that probably would have ended up buried. He's without not, it, right? Yeah, he's not dissimilar to EC3, who's another guy who's pretty good. 
and just for some reason, it's hard to remember a, a lot of these guys, even mm-hmm. if they are good, because yeah. there's so many wrestlers that are similar in look and style. Mm-hmm. And so if they don't have one fucking thing, even if it is so dissimilar from themselves, um, and, anyway. yeah, and I'm not uh, bad mouthing uh, no. Robert Roode to say that he would have, you know, gotten no, lost. No, 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 it's just too easy to happen. There's hundreds yeah. of fucking wrestlers. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So then we have this match. Evacuators have different outfits now. They change their makeup. I don't like that. I think yeah. their bright green is still superior. The bright green and black. Also, but, they have. Uh, yeah, part of that new gear is like uh, they got some horn helmets. Uh, f- floppy plastic antlers uh and uh, uh like a, a blonde wig that's oh, yeah, attached to that to and, it i'm assuming they scalped somebody for it you know real yeah. viking things yeah 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 just scalped somebody down at hollywood uh wig and costume yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it did look like eric's new like shin guards are crazy ass they're not boots they're like the insane ass pads mm-hmm. but whatever yeah. I'm, I'm not gonna fault him for that no fuck I hey, you wear you all it. the pads you want. Yeah. Um, and plus, like, Ivar no longer has just his man undies. He's got, like, a friggin', uh, it kind of is like a leather kilt, but yeah. it's like a Viking deal, whatever. So yeah. it looks cool. Um, so, yeah, the Raiders are going off. Ivar goes fucking nuts, flying mm. Out of he's flying around. I mean, it's like he's made out of rubber. This guy doing cartwheels. I love that shit. Yeah, very unexpected. This man, um, the shit he can do is always unbelievable. He goes flying out of the ring just like a torpedo. Um, yeah, Viking Raiders are fantastic. Yeah, Ivar beats ass. Eric gets his ass beat for the longest fucking time. Mm-hmm. Like just forever and ever. Yeah, that's how it works. Yeah. Yeah, he, ta- he, he takes a lot there. of hits in this one. Yeah, it's so funny because Ivar wants so bad to get in. It, 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 it they was... tag him, and he's in for a second. And then, and then it's Eric again getting beat, his ass beat. What, what, it, what it felt like a lot of was, like, you know, like a situation where you've got, like, a, a successful father and a shiftless, like, 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 deadbeat son, and the father keeps trying to help set up the son. And the son instantly like blows it all, and then the the dad like keeps being like, "No, okay, no, you're, now you're gonna do this, not now this." And it, it felt like it was that situation in this match where where uh, over and over again, like Eric would be like in in a in a plum situation, and he would he would totally get swamped and then get like rescued, and then he, like over and over again, he would get placed at like the one yard line and yeah. get blown up. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, the, this was for a belt. This mm. match was for a mm. belt. Not like last week. And the Viking Raiders win again. And what's super exciting, too, is that these the crowd was really chanting for them. Yeah. So they're clearly like getting way more popular, which is super exciting, because they I, are fun to watch. I feel like they uh, cut it's the audience to uh, a few kids who are like really getting down into it. And I think that might be the sort of thing that's kind of finally pushing them over. Because, yeah, in ring, they're amazing. Mm-hmm. They're huge guys. They're really acrobatic and, yeah. and really uh, exciting and dynamic to watch in the ring. But they've kind of been stalling out in terms of, like, really 
getting the crowd behind them. Because they I think, need a solid gimmick, and now they're really sort of coming up with something more cohesive. It's hard because they're, I, I think it's heavy machinery that are drawing away a lot of their uh, fans because uh, they're both, uh, you know, big teams that uh, are, are pretty sure, mobile, yeah. and kids are much more willing to... Uh, uh, identify with you know the big chubby guy who does the worm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's right. more kid friendly, but I think <laughs> the Viking Raiders can sort of like uh, establish their thing and have so that kids can enjoy both. Ivar but. did a backflip into a double elbow fucking mm-hmm. smackdown mm-hmm. gloriousness. I mean that shit's unbelievable. Yep. Sorry. So they want a belt, and it's exciting. Yep. And that, they're new champs. Yeah. And I like to see that in a tag team. And of course, they, what Are we actual. find out later is it's because Rude and Ziegler got drafted. So they <laughs> lost a belt on their way, <laughs> on their way out. Yep, yep. Uh, definitely thumbs up for that. I'm, I'm a Thumbs fan. up all the way. Yeah, it was, a, it was a great match. Thumbs up. Uh, let's see. Do we want, do you want me to mention, by the way, anytime there's a cross promotion in between? Ugh. I could. You know what? I mean, if it's, it's a yeah, general, as we mentioned, as well. it's general garbage delete file. Like, <laughs> all of it is fucking delete. Um, anyway, so, uh, okay, so the next match is with Alistair Black and Eric Young, who's a new draft pick. So that's exciting. Alistair Black, there's lots of smoke and candles. It's looking real creepy over in his area that he emerges from the friggin' floorboards or <laughs> whatever. Alistair Black and Eric Young, who's a new draft pick. Uh, Alistair got a nice long intro. It was really great. And that's the thing, too, is the so much was front-loaded in the first episode or two just to kind of intro the whole, new, get get people on board with the new season and kind of get some new storylines going and just get people all excited to watch Monday night. Um, but now we're kind of getting into, except for all this BS draft and cross promotion stuff. Um, now we're getting into a more regular schedule. So like we're going to have time. Everybody's going to have a lot of time to have their moments, you know, those fucking awesome intros and behind the scenes things, you know, like that's just cool. So here we have this nice long intro for Alistair Black. And then there's a commercial break and we don't see shit. We just cut back and Eric Young's just in the, in the ring already and ready to go. We don't get to see it. Yeah. I think he's just happy to be on TV. He, he came in like a, like roughly a year ago, a big push that died after like a week, maybe two weeks. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, no, it's just one of those things, I guess. Oh, wait, Eric Young's not a draft pick. Sorry, he's not a draft. Pick. He was he was drafted on Friday. Oh, he was okay. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, kind of, you saw he's yeah. he's a, he's a guy. I mean, that's the uh, thing too is that the Alistair Black he, he was meditating the whole time. BT mm-hmm. Dubs, yep. uh, or seancing, but not really seancing. <laughs> Uh, and it was like over and like bing, bang, boom, it was done. It was so easy for him. And as exciting as it is, it's like, I want to see him with a long match. That's difficult. Yeah. They're, uh, they're ramping him up, uh, feeding him a few jobbers. I'm not sure who 
they're going to put him in a long program with. Hmm. I'm very much looking forward to it. Yeah. Uh, I don't. Yeah, I, there's n- nothing in particular about him that sort of like leads to a story. Well, here's here's uh here's how I'm going to test whether I'm being listened to. I'm going to call <laughs> here and now for a long long program between Alistair Black and none other than No Way Jose. Sure. Mark it. Yeah, uh definitely a thing that might we know he's technically employed by the WWE. So <laughs> maybe. Uh so yeah, Alistair Black wins, bing bang boom. Done. Um <clears throat> next we have this awesome bit with the Street Profits. And the minute I saw them, I was just like, they are officially the hype men for WWE. Yep. They have been hyping every episode so far in this season. And they're so great and so fun and just so likable. And but then AG Styles comes out and the OC comes out and they just for no fucking reason start beefing with them. But <laughs> it was like they're reading my mind. They were like, "You don't. You're acting like you're the. What did they say? Basically, the un, uh, unofficial host of Raw. Yeah, the unofficial host of Raw and Raw is our night. Da 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 da." And they're being cool about it. The street profits were. They're like, okay, okay, whatever. And then they, you know, the OC walks away for like a split second, just off camera, and then immediately comes in, and they start beating the shit out of these guys. And it's three against two, and they're tossing all kinds of random shit that's in the back hallway there. And uh, you know, what the fuck, man? What the fuck's that for? Uh, to to start a fight. Yeah. To start a feud. Because the Street Profits are newly drafted to Raw. I'm mm. so excited for mm. that. And so, of course, they're like, now you have to have an enemy. Yeah. Because no. they have no enemies. They're so great. <laughs> <laughs> Who could dislike them? You know? Like, like I, I feel like they have, for sure, like, pumped up the OC in the past. Have they not? I'm pretty sure they have. They pump yeah. everybody up. Yeah. They get all excited about everything and everyone, and they make everything sound awesome. So, uh, yeah. I, yeah, I think I think it's a it's a fine feud to put them in. Uh, they're getting a mystery partner uh, that they're going to keep M Night Shyamalan style a secret. That's, we oh, believe wait, it. That comes up in a bit, though. Oh, <laughs> is, was that later? I'm yeah. sorry. No, you're <laughs> fine. You're fine. But uh, yeah, yeah, that's I I, I like it. Uh, I think it's perfectly acceptable to start a feud by just jumping somebody in the back for no good reason you know? uh you're you're mad that they're they're first off i don't likeable i don't understand <laughs> the concept of host because they do that sometimes uh or i think every time with like wrestlemania like there's someone is the host of the show which doesn't like they, they will come out and be like, "Welcome to WrestleMania," yeah. and that's kind of the thing. Which, if you're a celebrity, it sort of makes sense. Uh, yeah. We got Beat Rose or whatever. <laughs> like last it's a year, America. <laughs> they had, I think it was Alexa Bliss. It was uh, like it was, yeah, it was yeah. a wrestler, which didn't make any sense because she didn't really do anything that I know of, or maybe I just skipped over the parts that. It, I, I I don't know what the role of host is, and um, I'm not sure what the role of the street profits is on Raw. It's a other hype, than to just be 
Yeah. Straight up hype man. They just keep the energy up. They get people excited. There's some people you know in life, you have friends in life, or just being around them, you're like, I'm just fucking in a much better mood. You just like get me all excited about just being here. You know what I'm saying? There are people like yeah, that, and these no. guys are like that for real. It wrestling. just feels weird if you're like you're at work just going through the day and then like five minutes every day someone came through and was like oh man shit's going crazy you know what we got donuts at the break room you want to go back we will get you lock croy that's what we okay good to see you bye and then just gone and we're like okay i appreciated that what the it's great why would you why can't that somebody paying them why why question it why question it yeah. Uh, Shit, if they're bringing in donuts, don't ask any questions. Maybe it's just that that they gave it a sort of an uh, unofficial, unofficial title. They're like, you're the unofficial host of Raw. Yeah. So, like, somebody thinks that that's what they are. And the, then once you label, it just gets weird. Yeah. yeah, that's what it is. It's like a relationship where, like, you're just having s- casual sex. And it's awesome. I get that. And then yeah. someone's like, well, let's put a label on this. And you're like, oh, this is uncomfortable now. I... Mm. I don't like labeling sexual positions. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> hold on. <laughs> I'm miming the little, uh, the thing with the plastic labels that the, the uh, label. embossed. Oh. The, embossed the, the label maker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Do uh, they still make those? Yeah, uh, yeah, but they're not those embossed ones, I don't uh, think. I haven't needed to label anything in literal decades. Yeah. So I don't know what the technology is like. I, I it's, just, li- it's just like this thing that it's like a ticker tape. It just spits mm-hmm. out you know, it's hmm. just like prints on it, just like a label. Pr- I mean I call okay. it a label printer. Okay. And, that's exactly- and there's no no more embossing the ch-ching-ch-chings? I mean, I don't... <laughs> maybe it's possible to find somewhere. Are, are, are you mourning the, the death of the utility of your, your, your uh, sound effect? I mean, in the fifth grade, that was bleeding the edge technology <laughs> to me <laughs> I, I i no i remember like when i was in um in, when i was in um middle school um i i had some like group assignment with some some kid and uh it, it emerged when we went to his house to work on it that his family was very affluent and um for whatever reason like we were using a label maker that that was his father's and um i like damaged it uh and or something like that like where like the the cartridge was ruined or or expended uh and it like uh the the most hilarious thing like in retrospect happened where the kid like the next day or whatever brought the most professionally written letter from his father like concerning the 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 necessity on my part on my family's part oh, to no. replace the cartridge Ugh. uh and how much was the cartridge well we, we you couldn't even get one it was a three pack oh uh, and it, like it, it, it turned into this like it, it, it bizarrely formal thing where he then apologized for not for he like like uh, re- recompensed us for the additional. I don't know. It was it was the weirdest thing in the world. Now we're suggesting wrestling storylines. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the OC come in okay, and they, they bust the street profits label maker, <laughs> and that starts some beef that lasts for oh years. Oh my god! And years. They they give them a formal letter. 
of recom- recompense. Yeah, yeah. Is yeah. that a thing? That is, that is Recom- true. Recompense. <laughs> Uh, okay, so then. Uh, so so yeah. Uh, oh. the Young versus Black and the Street Profits. Uh, uh, I'm gonna say thumbs up because I love Alistair Black. Uh, I will always probably give him a thumbs up, no matter how short the match is. And I love the Street Profits, even if people are being mean to them. Same, same, yeah. Same. Uh, th- thumbs up. Although I do not feel like I'm a huge uh, Eric Young fan. Uh, but other yeah. than that, pretty good stuff. Uh, he, I mean, he could have he could have been anybody, and I would have been fine with that. Yeah, that's how I feel. I just want to see Alistair Black. That's why I want the matches to be longer. Okay, let me just move on. <laughs> but also, I want to give credit to Alistair Black for not needing to be cajoled out of his uh, dark space to fight. No, uh, he stays in it. He was he was he was out out of his room, ready to go. He didn't need to be begged. Well, no, I mean the thing is like the. WWE weren't booking him, so he had to get his own bookings. You know how, like, you're uh, uh, before you get an agent, you're out hustling there, getting those auditions. Yeah, only before. So, and <laughs> now, now they're uh, they're giving him, uh, they're just sending him in, no auditions. Go yeah. right to that's great. Put right to in, producers. <laughs> uh, so then we have um, Ricochet uh, and Shelton Benjamin, uh, both recently drafted to Raw. Uh, Ricochet doing his Tai Chi. And here's the thing. And I, I, again, I must be tapping into the collective because I was like, God, he's just like Spider-Man. And then one of the commenters said the Spider-Man of wrestling. And I was like, is that Mm -hmm. a thing? I thought I was being like, you know, discovering something. Of course, I'm not. But (laughs) Uh, his catchphrase is uh, a. superheroes are real i think yeah. uh and so they're yeah sort of pitching him as a superhero uh, he's and the peter Spider-Man's parker of the wrestling he's the nice guy that can mm-hmm. secretly beat ass sure puts on a suit and boom there you go <laughs> uh, he's good at tai chi too um <laughs> uh, then um yeah this is a really it, shelton benjamin is really good it's really yeah. quick yeah. he has sailor moon boots um <laughs> Then at the one point they're both on the top rope. Like I can't remember who got there first. It was oh, it was Ricochet, Ricochet was, was on the rope, mm-hmm. and then Shelton Benjamin gets up and he like climbs the rope too. Mm-hmm. And they do this for a moment. It's like the Titanic, King of the World thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's that wouldn't be my first pull, way. but yeah, no, I, it, it makes sense. <laughs> uh, so for anybody who watched one of the most famous movies in the world, um, you might get that reference. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. it's very, very considerate of the, the people that, that possibly didn't uh, ever catch Titanic or hear anyone who did. <laughs> I've never heard of the Titanic. I don't know what you're talking about. Who died? What? Spoiler, the boat sinks. Spoiler alert. Many people die. <laughs> Spoiler alert for historical events. Um, did you hear what how, how World War II ended? Please don't spoil it for me. <laughs> I haven't finished the book. <laughs> but since there are so many Nazis around, I have to assume that it hasn't finished yet. Yeah, it's We're still, still fighting, ongoing, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> so I, I can, you know, it's weird because this was a really fun, this is a really fun match but it was also kind of quick um lots of pins lots of moves i mean gymnastics galore things that i really enjoy about in-ring performances 
Um, I give it a thumbs up. Yeah. Uh, thumbs in the middle, just because like you can't go wrong with Ricochet and Benjamin, but it was short. It yeah. didn't really have any, you know, lead into uh, if this continue if this continues on, uh, they get into a feud or something like that. I'm very happy about that. Also, uh, this was another one where we didn't get to see Shelton Benjamin's intro. We saw Ricochet's, but we never got to see Shelton Benjamin. And I yep. really wanted to see that because I don't know much about him at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I yeah. want to know where his boots come from and if they really are Sailor Moon boots. <laughs> mm. uh, he graduated uh, a few years after Brock Lesnar from his uh, from the same school. Uh, t- kind of took the same path. He was also an NCAA champion. Mm. He was like just like a phenomenal uh, amateur wrestler. He got it. Got into the business and has just always been just great in ring. Yeah, um, he's really good. So. I I can't wait to see how that character develops because I think. The talent's there. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> He's been in the business for a long time, and his uh, character hasn't developed a whole lot. Well, what you see is pretty much all you're going to get. This is why we're here, Chan, because they're mm-hmm. clearly listening. we got to mm-hmm. give okay. them ideas. Yes. And if they're listening, Sailor Moon, hello. <laughs> Sailor Moon, let's go there. Well, yep. uh, here's my pitch. Uh, uh, Shelton, uh, I think that what you might be able to do is to be the, the Cheshire Cat of WWE. Because you're 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 quiet and you smile a lot and you're you're actually a threat. Ooh. Yeah, I don't think this is a path we want to go down because a black guy smiling in a dark room mm. is not a not an image we want to play around with. Touche. Yeah. Uh, so where's your thumb on this up, one? Down uh, th- up for me. Okay. Sweet. Uh, okay, so then, oh God! <laughs> <laughs> so then, cut to Lana's in a spa, and we have some few exchanges of, um, you know, they're just pulling scripts from a porn, a lesbian porn here for a second, and then they cut to a contract signing uh, promo. Which now they're pumping up this contract signing. Like, fuck off. Uh, it's between. Hold on, before before I just I just want us all to uh, bask in the quality presentation of this massage segment. Oh right, uh, I was gonna cut back to it because they go back and forth between these two things, which are both like garbage shit. <laughs> but um, I could go deeper if you wanted. Yes. I like it deeper. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So they literally uh, just took. It's great. If you're if, if if you didn't get the innuendo there, <laughs> it's as if they were having sex. Yes. And she was asking him to put uh, her penis in deeper. Yes. Uh, and then later on, she's like, they repeat it with like, uh, "Do you want it harder?" And she's like, "Yes, I want it harder." Like they took two alts, yeah. and just put them in there. Like, yeah, whatever. No one's gonna notice. It's oh, it was like, it, and then the masseuse walks away, and Bobby Lashley comes in in a towel. Uh, I think this is we've seen him. Well, no, I guess last time he wasn't in a towel; he was just in bed. Well, anyways, whatever. So uh, then he starts massaging her, and like, like. Ooh, shows her ankles. Woo, woo. He pulls back the <laughs> towel just to expose her ankles and rub them. Whoa. Lady parts. And then... Um, and very not awkwardly at all. Just oh like... God. Just 
just going at her calves and no more because yeah. uh, it would be, yeah, it would be super married. awkward and weird. And yeah. Uh, so then uh, he says, she says something about how, oh, she's having a lot. This is a lot of fun or something. And then Bobby Lash is like, but not as fun for Rusev. And I was like, they just get off on sadness on someone's just pitiful situation. Like, that's really ridiculous. Mm -hmm. And I mean, as though I liked it ever in the first place. Now I'm really just like, cut the fuck off this one, guys. Leave him alone. This is this is why I was why so you gotta bring him up? vehement at the be- <laughs> as soon as it started. I'm like, no, 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 because <laughs> okay. I've seen this story. I know where it's heading. It's nowhere good. Like they didn't have to bring him into this. They could just uh. enjoy their little spa thing, and we watch it. Leave Rusev alone. And then He's like, at home. She's like, oh, I'll flip over now, you know. And, and, uh, and, and here's where here's where I got mad. <laughs> you know, when he lifts up the the towel. Well, uh, like uh, frankly, like what frustrated me like a great deal in this particular segment is how how weak the massage fundamentals felt like they were. Uh, but but like, I I got I I got upset because like I un- I understand that the thing is like you're trying to get to like more intense sexual action. Sure. But I'm really fresh. Like I got I got mad that the, that she was like ready to flip over. I know why, but like. He had he had massaged like her right calf two percent of her lower body nothing else and like like didn't get anywhere near <laughs> her her thighs I know or her left leg for God's sake but you guys it's because he said it's not as fun for Rusev and that's a turn on for her if she thinks about how horribly miserable her husband is right now in the moment she's boom ready but he's not even powerlessly watching. Yeah, he did look away. He lifted up the towel and yeah, it's out of uh, some Politis? form of decorum. <laughs> like they have clearly had sex. He yeah. has seen her naked body. Yeah, it's old hat. Like they, they've done this in public, even. So like, why would why would turning over? It's kind of ridiculous. It uh, is so very. That I mean, again, thumbs down. If it wasn't clear enough for me. Yeah, zero 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 zero. Uh, I I don't know. I I kind of I feel like like uh, it, the, it's 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 thumbs down so hard it comes around the other side. Wow! Because th- like I feel like this segment had legitimate camp value. Uh, okay. you know what? Okay, are you are you saying that you're giving this a thumbs up? Did it go so far? Did your thumb go so far around that it came back up? It yeah, my my my, my thumb. Yeah, my my thumb is ready to have the other side massaged. It came back. Uh, <laughs> it flipped. It flipped. Uh, yeah, I, I honestly just because of the like the deliveries of some of the really like egregious lines, like I enjoyed watching the segment. I'm going to give it a thumbs up. Wow! Oh, wow! wow. You know okay. what? Uh, I don't agree with the rating, but I respect. Your ch- your choices in life, of course. Uh, like like Jean Jacques Rousseau, I will, or no, it was Voltaire. It was, uh, oh I know my it was god! I wow, <laughs> I don't agree with you, but I will respect to uh, I will defend to the death your right to say it. 
Uh, so then we get to another piece of garbage, which is the contract signing, um, which is just these two assholes arguing. Oh, I'm sorry. This is between, um, oh my God, my brain. Tyson Fury and Braun Strowman. Thank you. Thank you. No, no wrong. Uh, so these two dudes are just saying exactly the same thing that they've said before, (sighs) except for now. Tyson Fury is saying he's been a lifelong wrestling fan and his whole family is his favorite, like that, that he's their favorite wrestler. They're like, we came to see you that night and then you just throw this wrestler in my face. What the fuck? Now I'm going to beat your ass. And, you know. That would be an interesting thing if yeah. you had somebody that could sell that. Yeah. Or a, uh, you know, if Braun Strowman were like, what, like, did a, like, a, oh my God, I didn't realize what, it, oh no. But I'm committed, and now I have to do this thing, and I feel terrible. Yeah. Something instead of this thing, that would, which is... That would be great mid-fight. Like, mid-fight. <laughs> and then it turns into a hug situation. Why mm-hmm. is every mm-hmm. match ending with a hug in... <laughs> In your my book. world, yes. Uh, why, why? Why is hate being met with love? Is that your question? <laughs> Look, I still am. I'm still on board for the Sunshine Boys, the Shiny Bun Boys, the Shiny Bun Boys. Tag team. Uh, I don't know. Just fucking change it up. <laughs> so, but that would that would be that a good situation for that, but not at a table with a contract where we're all supposed to give a shit that they're signing. We already know they're doing it. They've been promoting it forever. It's like. Not forever, for a couple of weeks. <laughs> it feels like forever, so it yes, does that's feel like acceptable. Forever, but, Contract uh, signings are always terrible. They, well, here's the thing: they always end with table being flipped, people, you know, fighting each other, yeah. blah blah blah. Yeah. Ex- it's uh, so the only different thing about this was that that didn't happen. So the one interesting thing that is boring because it's done all the time has been taken away and there's nothing left of this segment. There is nothing to, uh, to recommend Dude. watching it for any reason whatsoever. Stroman did break the table, which looked like it must have been made out of popsicle sticks. Yeah, that's fine. And then... Stage gimmick, yeah. Uh, Tyson Fury then broke a pen. Right. <laughs> this was... Well, then, I mean... Was, he, he also couldn't break it the well, no, first time he that's tried. It. It's... Tried a second time, a third time. Finally, he fucking broke it. Yeah, the 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 gag was was like, oh, you're so you know tough. Oh, look how tough I am. Oh, what? Oh, I'm I'm not tough. I guess this whole thing is yeah. silly bullshit. Um, like I get what he was trying to go for. I didn't. But he was he's not good at doing this thing yeah i don't I doubt it. that in the world of boxing he's very dynamic and interesting to watch and he probably sure. cuts promos uh that are you know boxers aren't all that exciting in, you know what i'm saying like generally speaking within conversations stuff like that they might be right. intense not kind of stuff but they're right. sportsmen they're very focused they don't mm-hmm. have like a whole lot of flair yeah. So clearly he must be really charismatic within boxing to at all be attractive to wrestling networks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I digress. Wrestlers are like the circus people of sports. Mm-hmm. They're like showmans above all showmans. Yeah. And here, here's the thing. If it draws a, a few more buys to uh, uh, the pay-per-view, f- fine, I guess. And he Fury is there. So the, to, to promote his next fight. Right. So he's getting what he needs out of it. And in general, like, 
whatever, man. You're doing it at Crown Jewel. I'm not going to watch Crown Jewel. No. So go do your thing. Yeah. Fine. Just I, ugh, if if we weren't watching it live, I would fast forward past all yeah. of these segments. Control, alt, delete. Yeah. No, I don't want to delete the entire thing. Come on, just now. Just I just. I mean, sure, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> is that is that how that works in Premiere? That's how it works <laughs> in my Final head. <laughs> That's how my brain works. I just wrote down snore. By the way, when it came to this fight. Fair. <laughs> yeah. Fair. <laughs> uh, okay. So. Uh, uh, oh yeah. Are we uh, thumbs down. Any, any, are there thumbs? Has this one gone all, all the way around for you, Calder? No, no this one is, is squarely within the thumbs down range. <laughs> you too? Okay, so three oh, thumbs yeah. down. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, so now we're to, let's see. Um, oh, God. Oh, yeah. So Buddy Murphy and Cedric Alexander. Mm-hmm. And they're two new picks for the draft for mm-hmm. Ross. That's cool. Uh, they're so fast yeah. and they're flipping around and they're doing the exact same moves to each other like back to back to back to back to back. Like, like they're so equally matched and I, I don't know. I literally was like, is my dream coming true? Are they finally <laughs> going to be so well matched that they're like, we should be fucking teammates. And like, I in that, seriously in that, thought I was in about that to watch that. In that sense that they should be teammates who are fucking. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I really thought that was going to happen. But no, then somebody has to start winning. <laughs> so, <laughs> Ugh, somebody winning a match. Gross. Uh, so it was really dynamic and fun, though. It's a really good uh, match. Um, and Buddy Murphy wins. Oh, and mm-hmm. we got some sweet, like, uh, sweat flicking. <laughs> oh, yeah. Lots yeah. of sweat flicking. It looked like teeth were flying, yeah. too. But Buddy Murphy did, like, run his hands through his hair. and Oh, yeah, because that's another thing that happened. Aesthetic Alexander put his hand out. Yeah, they were so well matched. He put his hand out to be like, "Hey, man," and uh, I was like, "Oh of... my god, that's what it I led me to believe." And I was like, "Did <laughs> they listen to our shiny bun boys thing?" And was like, "We can do that." Uh, <laughs> in point of fact, uh, in the, in indie wrestling, where there tend to be smaller wrestlers who have to be more athletic, dynamic, gymnastic to mm-hmm. you know sort of get over, uh, like putting on a really fast paced match with a lot of high spots, a lot of, you know, flipping and jumping like that is sort of the norm. And, uh, because people go to see the sort of athletics often more than like, uh, continuing storylines, uh, like the idea of like handshakes and then let's put on a really good match, uh, is more the norm in 205 live a lot of that sort of carried through because you have smaller guys who are right. you know doing a lot of this sort of uh, a lot of heavy lucha influence, you know, yeah. like sort of a handshake that like we are performing, we're putting on a show so everybody can be excited by this sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, so like you, yeah, you probably should look into some of the, uh, um, some of these uh, promotions with uh, more, a lot of smaller wrestlers because you'll probably find uh, a lot of stuff that you'll be real excited. About. I would be excited about that kind of thing. That sounds really up my alley which is something i call my butt yeah no no no. that's i do too i totally understood <laughs> who doesn't call it the alley <laughs> called her uh i i uh, he calls I, it the library uh, yeah that's <laughs> he right he goes yeah. there for study <laughs> yeah yeah no it's 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 peaceful and and uh it, it you know it smells like books 
Thank you. <laughs> I am old and musty indeed. Uh, so I give this a thumbs up just because uh, I was excited to see Buddy Murphy. I'd never seen him before. Cedric mm. Alexander is always really good to watch. Yeah. And um, it was a fast, dynamic, fun match. Mm-hmm. It, it, definitely nice to see Buddy Murphy get uh, get a match like after he he had this like moment like briefly like during that Roman Reigns like attack situation yeah uh, and it seemed like it, like maybe it was it was his time and then it just fizzled so I'm glad to see him back. I've heard that Paul Heyman's high on him, so hopefully we will see more of him. Um, As a draft pick, I would think so. Yeah. Uh, thumbs in the middle for me, just because uh, they're bo- these guys are both great. The match felt a little slow, considering it was Buddy Murphy and Cedric Alexander. Uh, I have higher expectations for them, so this was yeah, it's fine. Okay, yeah. uh, I'll, I'll say thumbs up because uh, like I was glad to have Buddy back. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so then the next bit is we re- revisit the Street Profits. Okay, so they just got their ass beats, mm. and now they're beefing back to the OC, mm. and they're like, what the fuck, guys? Um, <laughs> so uh, we want the smoke. That's what they ended with, but yeah. uh, let's just Also, go- they, have, they have shirts uh, yeah. that say, we want the smoke. The, the d- uh, design on them is terrible. I oh. do not like those shirts. You need to start submitting some designs. I, they have professionals that make <laughs> amazing shirts for so many wrestlers. So I don't weird. understand what happened there. Well, it, maybe it was uh, a design from a sick kid. Oh, could be. Could be. Was Actually, it me one summer when I had <laughs> scarlet fever? <laughs> how, how long do you have to be sick before you do get into uh, WWE shirt design territory? <laughs> I will say that we uh, have been watching uh, a, a hip hop documentary on Netflix uh, recently. Oh yeah, and um, like the album cover designs yeah. from the early days of hip hop, god awful. And yeah, of course they Considering they were during the time, right? Yeah, they were still using exacto knives to cut things out and like yeah. p- paste on actual paper and whatnot. It's just like so, zines. Like yeah, I I get it, but this and maybe their shirt is an homage to that terrible Could album be. design and if it is that's cool good on you more power to you i am not buying that shirt well then they started saying that like how it was really unfair that there was a it was a three-on-two situation and they're like fuck you we're gonna fight you and they're like but and then are we gonna need a third person and they're like we need to get our m night Shyamalan on <laughs> and not tell anyone who our partner is we need the smoke so it's either going to be that mist from that one movie, that one mm-hmm. M. Night Shyamalan movie, the, the actual smoke that w- turns into a, a terrible movie. But um, it may be um, what, 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 what? Who's the Mortal Kombat fighter? That's like, is it? Is, is it? There is one that's just smoke. Yeah, smoke, smoke. Yeah, I mean, he's not actual smoke. He's, he's one of the ninjas. I think he turns into smoke. So. Okay, so you, you you've uh, you've uh, like uh, gone back on your word there. I'm just saying it's like reptile, like uh, he'll like turn into a reptile and then back into a ninja. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. His name is Smoke. (laughs) Sorry. I had to look that one up because I couldn't remember. There are only so many things I can remember. (laughs) And And I push new things in and some old things fall out. (laughs) So like what what percentage of the Mortal Kombat fighter roster would you say you're holding on to? (sighs) Chun-Li is probably it. (laughs) 
Oh boy! Wow! wow. Oh boy! This is not. You're, you're in, not going to be happy to. So you're, you're in bad shape. Yeah. Which one's Mortal Kombat? Which one's Street Fighter? <laughs> you guys, let's uh, just call the. But whole you remember thing. all the Galagas. Mm. Oh <laughs> boy. <laughs> Um, okay, so that was cool. I give it a thumbs up. I always give the Street Profits a thumbs up. Yeah. They're my favorites. Sure, sure. Sure. Um, okay, so then, uh, then, boom, ba da we got the Kabuki Warriors. Brand new intro. They have, uh, new graphics. They're, um, the makeup on uh, Asuka. Asuka is different now. Now it looks like she's got green mist coming out of her eyes and her mouth. Which yes, is so cool. That is but magnificent. I'm so excited. About she, it. it looks it, really good. It, it's very it's it, it's very reminiscent to me. Uh, like if you ha- if you inexplicably have not seen uh, the the spirit the the feature film, <laughs> uh, like uh, Asuka's uh, like fa- face makeup now looks an awful lot like Sam da- Sam Jackson's uh, the octopus. Uh, which uh, you know, uh, no one's no one's going to accuse them of anything uh, <laughs> under the circumstances. Uh, it's just cool to me. Uh, so then we have Natalia coming out, but she's not a tag team, so she's like, I need to pick a partner. And I was really hoping it was going to be the Street Profits. Yeah. I was like, we're going to take these two stories and mash them together, <laughs> or smoke. Uh, oh like, yes, yes, like smoke B-R- or Noob Saibot. Be our third, the two of you. Be our third. <laughs> Let's fight the OC. Um, but Natalia chooses Lacey Evans, mm-hmm. which is very interesting because she's mm-hmm. like, I need someone that's just as badass as me. So therefore, the person that I've been fighting forever must be the one. Um, so yeah, uh, which was good. It was it was a, it's a good pairing, you know. It makes sense that they're together again. They sort of did what I like. Well-matched players becoming a team, but not the way I want it to happen. <laughs> I want it to happen in the ring, in front of my eyes, with hugs, with <laughs> hugs, there, hugs and handshakes. There was no no romance uh, involved. I, I, you guys go on the romance tip. I'm talking about you know filial friendship and love. Filial, filial, uh, platonic, f- f- familial. Yeah. No, not familial. But filial, yeah. No, that is that is familial. Is it filial? Yeah, so filial is familial. Mm, like family, yeah. So just platonic is the only word we have. Um, I'm sure we have other words. Fuck everything. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> English has not enough words for almost anything. Okay, so so the commercial break happens and we miss the beginning of the match, which really fucking sucks because we didn't get to see. Lacey Evans talk shit. We didn't get to see the two of them walk in the ring together. This is like a big ass deal for these two opponents to actually become a team, and we missed all of that. I was pissed about that. Yeah, uh, what I wrote down was that it's the laziest face turn ever. Um, <laughs> by the end of it, it was clear that they're making Lacey into a face. They kept harping on like the new attitude of uh, Kyrie Sane. Who, yeah, like, Asuka is generally a heel, uh, and sometimes she just gets over just because she's so fucking awesome that you can't help but cheer for her. Kairi, like, her gimmick is a pirate princess. Yeah, she's adorable. Yeah, you... Super cute. Like, you have to try real hard to turn her heel. Uh, You put her in this tag team, and 
the announcers kept harping like, you know, like, oh, so mean. Arr. They tried to mm-hmm. compare it to Gogo Yubari from yeah. <laughs> from Kill Bill. I was like, what the fuck? Uh, Is it the only other Asian woman you know <laughs> in popular culture? Basically, <laughs> uh, it was it was a little disappointing. Um, uh, yeah, and then uh, one of the commenters said about Natalia and Lacey. They can't warm up to each other if they, even if they were cremated together. <laughs> I was just like, you know, as shitty as it is, that's actually a nice joke. I like it and appreciate it and have to write it down. Because <laughs> I'm like, who the, which writer was like, God, how can I, how can I compare the two of them getting to know each other, warming <laughs> up, warming up? What is the extreme of warming up? Burning <laughs> bodies, burning, burning cream out. <laughs> Cha-ching, money in the bank, baby. Oh, I just imagine that. Sweet, <laughs> sweet ash money. <laughs> so, uh, so they're just pinning each other, double pin downs. It's going nuts. Uh, Oscar and Natalia, they both are pinning. Everything's going nuts. Uh, at one point, one of the commenter says, "That is a good girl," and I'm like, "I hate whoever just said that because almost certainly Lawler. That <laughs> phrase should not be in your mouth. Smack it out of your face. I'm <laughs> um, talking about grown ass women that are beating ass. Okay, um, yeah, kneeing uh, in the face. I mean, Asuka is just like doing the most uh, heel ass shit that yeah. you could do." Like the, just, thing, the thing she does where she kicks people in the face repeatedly. Yeah, over and over, like and over again. It just oh looks like it hurts. Yeah, and she is so funny because she does clearly gives zero shit. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, oh, oh, you don't like that? Ref, you don't like that? Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> oh, is that not okay? That's not fine? Okay, well, boom, 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 boom. <laughs> Which is always fun. Um, so then, and oh, also for a moment there, I was just like, where's the fiend? The yeah. fucking show's almost over, yeah. and this guy said he was going fiend hunting in the mm-hmm. beginning of the goddamn show, and was like, "Tonight it's happening." Blah 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 blah, and I was like, "Oh fuck!" So what is this going to be a minute match again? Uh, anyway, so yeah, um, finally Kyrie beats ass. Asuka makes the winning pin, and the Kabuki Warriors win. I don't mean to make that so anticlimactic. They beat ass like crazy. It was um, not an easy match. And Sans missed. Yeah. No missed? I yeah. know. Yeah. And I was like, is that what's going to happen now? Like, just because it's on her face, it's not going to come out of her mouth. I mean, I do like it just uh, in the arsenal. Like, it'll come out True. every once in a while. When you really need yeah, it. Mm-hmm. It, it. It should definitely be rare enough that you could almost forget they do it because it has enormous shock value. True. And it's it, yeah. like it would be an awful shame if that became a boring, predictable move. That's yeah. true. Um, and technically, technically, kind of, this was the main event. So I think I, so, I feel too. Good about that. I really think so, too. Because it was, like, very unexpected to see Natalia and Lacey wrestling together yeah and then the kabuki warriors oh my god they're just so fucking fun to watch and so good yeah um thumbs up yeah thumbs big up definitely then uh what the fuck (sighs) we have like two seconds left yeah uh firefly funhouse comes on and uh it gets uh Crashed by Seth Rollins. He yep. comes in, starts beating ass. Yep. And uh, 
beats the guy down so we don't see him. He's off camera because we're just on the set thing, so you can only see what's on the little TV. Uh, but we do hear the fiend laughing suddenly while Seth Rollins sets everything on fire. Yeah. So it's like Burn burning it down. down, and there's the fiend laughing, and that's the end of it. That's it. Yeah. I. It's it's gonna they're gonna have to try real hard uh for me to ever give anything less than a complete thumbs up to a firefly funhouse segment Mm -hmm. i guess the trajectory of this is that he's driving seth rollins crazy i don't really know where that ends up i don't know if i'm really happy with that him setting fire mostly during this segment i was just kind of watching i was like Huh? What uh, what effects are they using here? Is this uh, <laughs> like what is actually burning? Yeah, Did they same. set this like outside? Did they like they're like okay, cut. Let's move the uh, this uh, set piece out into the parking lot so we can like sort of set it on fire. Or, like mm-hmm. what is uh, oh they just put lighter fluid all over that table. Okay. That's kind of weird, but okay, whatever. Hmm. Um, uh, like I wasn't too emotionally invested because this. I, I don't know. It, it's it was sort of a weird reality violation when he comes on the set yeah. because then there's still like effects and noises and like are we in the show or out of the show and even Is still the show only existing in his mind, which was something that <laughs> I had thought for a minute there too, you know. And mm-hmm. so now that that show is a very real place that he can visit, it's like well. Where the fuck is it then? Is it in the building? Where'd you yeah. go? Did he set fire to the puppeteers? <laughs> yeah. What the fuck's going on, like, man? Hey. <laughs> I, I need to know some of these real practical things. Yeah, this yeah. was th- this was a, a segment that I was like looking for from way back, like like in the earliest uh, segments. I was like, eventually, like we're going to get to see. Like, you know, obviously we did get to see um, Bray, both Bray Wyatt and The Fiend interact with other wrestlers and have them react to his strangeness. And But I was like, like ultimately we can hope to have somebody like that in his in his den. And and, and like what's what's that going to be like? Um, and, and we, we kind of got that. And, and we also uh, got... Like I, I was actually invested. I was I wasn't like uh, like speculating on on fire accelerants. Uh, <laughs> I like I uh, I was thinking about like how earnest you know, like in that moment Bray Wyatt is like why are you doing this to me? Yeah, yeah, uh, I like that. Yeah, like like the psychology I felt I feel like is 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 strong. And um and like I I'm I'm enormously interested in where they do go and I think that they still are in, are in a in a good place uh, like something really severe is going to have to follow this up and I hope that they execute yeah. that well. Yeah, I hope it's something I'm able to watch, not something I have to pay extra for. Because <laughs> I do want to see it, and it's I'm. It's like I'm so sad because it's like the thing that lures you in and you want to stay and watch. And then they don't give you everything you want. They give you enough. And it was really cool that they kept that very real psychology together, you know, during that bit, you know, during that whole scene of, you know, he legitimately doesn't understand why someone's trying to hurt him. Yeah, he's not the one doing it. It's the other guy. Yeah, it's the fiend does it, not him. 
So it's confusing, and that's his break in psychosis or whatever. But yeah, it, I want to see more. Yeah, whatever the fallout is from that, it's going to be really interesting, or at least it ought to be. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm still getting it a thumbs up. Yeah, uh, like uh, a huge thumbs up for me. Oh, you guys. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. I was so disappointed. <laughs> I'm giving the thumbs down. Whoa. Oh, I know, All right. because yeah. I'm... I'm sending a message. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. This will not stand. Wow. I'm sending a message. <laughs> I know. I didn't think I would either. Oh, boy. The, 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 the lack of fiend hunting comes at a high, high price. Uh, give me like 30 seconds. No. This deserves more. Like, I would so rather watch that than all of those... Uh, soccer cross promos, uh, the hockey cross promos, the oh god, there were so many. Who else was on there? Um, the N- oh yeah, the NHL. <laughs> well, whatever. There's just too many cross promos. Well, uh, so it turns out what we have here is a 62 percent show, mm-hmm. which is basically skip around, watch the good bits. Um, for me, it's kind of a toss-up between uh, the uh, Kabuki Warriors, Natalia and Lacey, and uh, another tag match, Viking Raiders versus Rude Ziggler. Mm-hmm. Since I gave it to Kabuki Warriors last week, I'm going to say like uh, the mu- the must-watch segment this week for me was going to be Viking Raiders winning the belt over Rude and Ziggler. I would agree with that one. It was a belt change. It was fun. I, I did, oh God, it's really hard between the two, but the two matches, if you have to watch any one particular part viking raiders rude and ziegler and then also the kabuki warriors with Lacey and natalia yeah i guess a uh a kabuki warriors and and then uh, firefly uh, funhouse sounds okay. good yeah you kind of do have to keep watching those just to keep up with what's going on yeah and it, it, like it wasn't it like it was a, it was a really good thing and and like i i would agree it wasn't an, a, enough of it or or as much as of it as there could have been but it was still great mm-hmm. yeah uh so yeah that's it that's the show um we'll have contact information eventually uh see you next oh uh we do have a twitter it's at ww recap yeah. Uh, so, yeah. yeah. Check it out. Drop us a line. Tell us what you love the most about wrestling, and we'll <laughs> sing a song about it. And uh, <laughs> uh, pick uh, two WWE superstars you would like to see hug. Yes. <laughs> there we go. What is your term for the shiny bun boys? <laughs> is it something else? <laughs> <laughs> because that's default now. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.